Hi guys, just before we get into this episode, I wanted to do the TLDR of it. This is an episode about turnover tax. It's a type of tax that creative freelancers are almost all eligible for. There are a few requirements, but if you do qualify for it, then it will drastically change your finances as it has mine. This is a type of tax, obviously from SARS, that is designed for micro businesses. And it's taken my tax bill from over 100,000 Rand a year to a maximum of 14 to 16,000 Rand a year if I earn a million Rand income. And I'm not even sure. <laughs> I don't know about that happening. But the point is, it's a huge boon to freelancers. It takes away so much of your tax bill. It simplifies things because you don't have to do any reporting besides this is my income. There are no deductibles, but the rate is so low that who cares? I recommend this episode is the reason why the resource cost exists. I really think this adds value. I really think that this can be a life-changing episode for you if you're working with income tax right now and you're paying a, a large amount of tax every year. Turnover tax can change the whole game for you. So I really do recommend that you listen to this. I hope it helps. Hope you enjoy. This is the resource cast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the resource cast. Today, uh, we are talking about a, a subject that most creatives hate to talk about, which is tax. But I'm sure that by the time you get to the end of this quite short episode, you're going to be quite excited as I am, about a type of tax called turnover tax, which can save you, um, and I'm not exaggerating, more than 100,000 Rand per year, depending on how much you earn here. First of all, Lucas is also here, as usual. Luke? Yes. Hi, I'm here. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is close to my heart. I've got a type of allergic reaction when it comes to finance stuff. I, I get really confused, and I get a rash. And this helps get violent and angry and yes, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I think everyone, uh, almost everyone listening, is going to empathize with the sense of panic that most creatives feel when you actually have to kind of adult a bit. I'm sure there are some people out there who are good at dealing with this stuff, but I'm not one of them, and neither is Lucas, and neither are a lot of us. So taxes obviously is seen as complex and difficult to work out, and it's very intimidating. And a lot of us, I was, I spent a, a few years completely not paying tax, and then panicked, and then had to have it all sorted out, and it was a mission. So let's hope we can avoid that. Let's get a little bit uh, to the point about turnover tax. So Luke, how did you first come across turnover tax? This is word of mouth. I heard from a copywriter that I was teamed up with on a couple of projects, and she went, oh, you mean you're not on turnover tax yet? And like, very, all my friends are on this. <laughs> I was like, okay, right, thanks for that. And it actually took me a while to take her advice. And when I did, it was awesome. She gave me the email and she connected me with Michael. And uh, and so, uh, look, it takes, a, it takes a little while to kick in. So there are certain things that, that need to play out, like a whole tax year, I think, need to, to go. You need to fulfill the cycle and then you're onto it. But I've been singing this. I've been like yelling at everybody. If, if you can get onto this, do this. Because it, it does give us a bit of a break. It, and, and, and we all need a little bit of a break, especially with the, the every, all the, the rise of everything's going up. So let's see if we can get our tax to go down a little bit. Absolutely. Lucas turned me on to turnover tax and through him, I got in contact with Michael Rushby and we've got him on the line today to give us a few more of the details because Lucas and I are still clueless, mostly. We have done a little bit of uh, digging and we know our own situation now, but Michael's here to give us the expert opinion. Michael, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for the invite. First of all, Michael, what do you do and what is uh, Galbraith Rushby? Sorry, Galbraith Rushby, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely a mouthful. That's definitely either a lawyers or accountants have surnames like that. We're an accounting audit firm. Um, uh, we, we focus quite a lot on 
film, media, and entertainment. It's quite a large component of our business. So we're very involved in film industry right the way up to DTI rebating and a lot of creative crossover, including graphic designers and photographers and artists and that whole spectrum of stuff. And Turnover Tax popped on my radar the moment it was released, I think in 2008. And uh, we've got a couple of hundred clients on the system. So it is a very big component of our business. I've been a called an early adopter and big promoter of it. I think it's one of the last gifts SARS have on the table for small business. And I think it's a fantastic system. If I understood correctly, it was a way to, if I'm reading between the lines, it's how SARS is getting small businesses to register for tax. And it's a great incentive to do it because I can imagine your average SPAZA shop just goes, nah, I'm good. I'll just keep doing my business my way, keep under the radar, stay off the books. I'm not doing anything. So this is I, 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 this is how I figured what the incentive was at least. Yeah, and SARS in 2006 and seven did a, a survey of the cost of compliance with tax for sm- small business and realized that a lot of people weren't filing taxes because of the costs Accountants become effectively gatekeepers to people being tax compliant. And so SARS thought this program up because it effectively cuts out the requirement for your accountant. In terms of normal tax, you've got to have you've got to do bookkeeping and you've got to do financial statements and you've got to know can you claim this as an expense? And a person can't walk into SARS and do their tax. They've got to get an accountant to do it. And so it was introduced as a way to circumvent accountants to a large extent. That was the kind of the origin story. The tax rates that were originally charged were quite a lot higher than they are now and more than double what they are now. Uh, And I think they were being reduced to try and improve the uptake because what they were finding is people were switching from being registered for normal tax onto turnover tax, but they weren't really getting a, a big uptake of new people registering their business for the first time on turnover tax. We're small, we're, we're like micro-business then, most of us yeah. so it's, um, it's, as freelancers. So it's aimed at micro-business. That's the, the, okay. the point of turnover tax is it's aimed at micro-business uh, predominantly. So someone who, it's their only business, the turnover is under a million, and it excludes certain, which I think we'll get into, but it excludes certain of the types of businesses from qualifying yeah, that was the kicker for me when I realized that it was that you, you said not like I went like why can't then a, a consultant that's working for Alan Gray just go and do this as well, which probably they make more than a million a year. But the principle stands. I think that's a good differentiation, and this is where the expertise comes in on the creative industry stuff from from your side. They wanted people who were not high net worth individuals who were earning quite a lot from the fees they charged and had a very high profit margin from qualifying. And so they introduced this exclusionary provision that said someone who's rendering professional services or earns more than 20% of their income from professional services can't qualify for turnover tax. And they defined professional services to be a service in the field of basically 20 job titles accounting and actuarial science and architecture and auditing and all those categories that I've listed are people that would generally be charging quite a high hourly rate Um, and so SARS have calculated the tax on the assumption that the type of qualifying business would have a lot of input costs 
to produce the profit that it makes. But I think the, the way that it's worded in terms of a professional service only in one of those fields is slightly problematic because there's a lot of businesses that skirt the edges of those fields, which aren't squarely in a journalistic or broadcasting or consulting or accounting role. But I think that was the intention of the legislation. It was They were targeting specific professions from not qualifying, but everyone else could qualify. To explain that a bit more, in the earlier turnover tax legislation, the professional services field included a lot of the creative and entertainment job categories, and, and those were fell away in about 2015, allowing a professional in the creative industry to qualify. Is that to stimulate the creative industries or get more people to go towards that? Or what do you think is the, the reason for that? Because they, it's not a, it's not like they didn't think about it. They left it off on mm. purpose because they changed it that way. You know, I think it's, if you're a professional a, attorney or a professional health practitioner is quite easy to define. You know, what is a professional entertainer? Where, where does that line? Is it an actor? Is it a model is it a what is so i think they try to simplify the legislation quite a bit because i think they got quite a lot of pushback from the accounting profession that in their attempt to keep it simple they made it so vague that there was so much uncertainty but i think now it's quite clear of who qualifies and who doesn't and it's predominantly that your turnover must be under one million your you can't be a shield in any other company if you're registering your personal capacity if you're a company, all the owners of the company must be natural persons and all those natural persons can't be shareholders in any other company. And you can't be earning more than 20% of your income from a professional service and a professional service within specific fields. Uh, so it's not professional services full stop. It's not personal services, which I've heard a lot of people assume that if you're rendering a personal service, you don't qualify because a lot of people rendering personal services do qualify. It's only if it's a professional personal service. Okay, and so I think this is where a conversation with you comes in handy, right? Most of the creatives we deal with aren't in any of those categories. But just add a proviso that turnover tax has largely flown under the radar with the receiver revenue. The receiver revenue hasn't really paid any attention to it. And from July last year with the start of the 2021 tax season, they've really focused quite heavily on turnover tax. And the majority of our clients have actually gone through quite a detailed audit on, firstly, do they qualify in terms of the acts? Are they rendering a professional service? And what is their qualifying turnover? So, so in other words, do they qualify in terms of how much they earn? And we're finding SARS doesn't actually understand it either largely so there are quite a lot of disputes with the receiver revenue with a couple of our clients i've probably got about 30 appeals on the go at the moment and one or two tax board matters that are heading and i think because sars views broadcasting and journalism specifically as quite broad and they view broadcasting to encompass the entire supply chain on how you get the products on the air and kind of my view is, and I use the analogy maybe is the best way to explain it, is like if a farmer is growing cabbages and he then sells those cabbages to pick and pay, and then pick and pay sells those cabbages, he is, the farmer is not a professional retailer. He's a professional farmer. 
and the retailer is a retailer. The fact that a product is sold to a retailer doesn't, and I think that SARS is getting their head a little bit around that at the moment. So how are these appeals and these discussions, how are they resolving generally in favor of your clients or the other way around? I'd say about 90% of our clients went through fine just with the, the explanations provided and about 10% have gone on some sort of level of dispute. But for now, I, I think I wouldn't shun away from it if you're concerned. I think just really seek advice and just really see if you if you squarely are a, a journalist, there's just no, no chance. You just don't qualify. Or if you're um, an accountant or a lawyer, one of those specifically defined provisions but, but otherwise absolutely i think the rates of tax you pay on the system is one benefit but also the the no admin not you don't have to keep logbooks you don't have to prove your expenses you don't have to say who was entertained and why and, and all the other compliance stuff that goes around a, a normal tax submission falls away and you pay a tax on your income regardless of what your cost so you just report your income. Yeah, that's and, that's the, that's a good segue to go. Okay, what's the ne- what are what are those rates? So your first three hundred thirty-five thousand turnover is tax-free, and from three hundred thirty-five thousand to five hundred is one percent. From five hundred to seven hundred fifty is two percent, and from seven hundred fifty to a million is three percent. So it's not that if your income is above 750000 that everything is taxed at 3%. You still enjoy the tax-free up to 335000 and then it's 1% to five hundred, and then it's 2% to seven fifty. So it's a kind of a bracketed system. So someone earning just under a million is probably in for about twelve to 13000 in tax for the year. Zero compliance on top of that. So it really is, I think, the... A huge gift on the table. Oh, so, John, you sent me a link to the SARS website. because I, I, so, I, so, I had this before John did, and John explained it way better to me than I understood it, explaining it to him. So, when I went to the website, oh, it is, because it, it seems a little bit t- too good to be true. So, it requires to go and just look it up. And I went like, oh, no, it's there. It's all legit. And because these amounts sound so small. Michael, it's compared to your personal tax and all those things that you were doing before and all the effort and that admin that we did. Now I'm starting to sound like a very mock salesman. If you sign up now, I just like, it's, it just were, I went, it seems so much easier for me, especially for, because it felt like SARS went, oh, creative dum-dums, let's make something for, for them. Yeah, but I think it's the same for any micro business earning under a million. It does away with so much of the headache that comes with trying to run a business and trying to have a bookkeeper and trying to. So I think creatives is, is a great target because I think they're not really admin strong. And, but a lot of micro businesses have the same problem trying to keep track, trying to do books. So I look at it both from a, it's a fantastic tax saving, but also minimizes the compliance substantially. And individuals qualify. Partnerships qualify, companies qualify, closed corporations qualify. So, so, it's, so you don't have to form a company to qualify for turnover tax. You can stay in your personal capacity and, and register for turnover tax. Um, and the, the registration process is very straightforward. You just fill in a form. It's a relatively simple form. Uh, 
you've just got to apply before the start of a financial year. So, so you can't register mid-year for that specific year. You've got to register before the start of the financial year. So if someone wants to get on the system and they apply today, they would only qualify from March 2023 going forward at the earliest. Just jumping back to the eligibility, obviously journalists are a very sad exclusion from this because they probably get paid worse than most creatives and it's a much more of a hard scrabble kind of uh, career. But if we're talking about designers, art directors, writers, podcast producers, recording artists, audio engineers, they all fall into creative services, recording services, art services, right? So they should all be pretty eligible. In my view, yes. Yeah. There's a, a legal guide on the SARS website, which SARS define what they view the journalist to be. And for example, included in that definition, they've got photographer. And But if you read the dictionary definition of journalist, it doesn't include anything near what a photographer does. Potentially just a photographer that's taking photographs for a newspaper publication. The problem SARS has is they're looking at this now and they see in the, their legal guide the word photographer in the definition of journalist. And, and that's why we're having a couple of fights with SARS over well, a, a photographer taking photographs of a model on a beach for an advertiser is definitely not a professional journalist. Um, but like all those job categories you listed, I don't think they fall into any of those professional service categories. I just want to jump back to just highlighting the difference between personal income tax and turnover tax in terms of the raw numbers. So in our online calculator, if you input 999,999 rand as your turnover, there's a couple of little things there for retirement, for planning for your RA and all that. But the next, the net tax for turnover tax there is 14,150, while for income tax, assuming both an RA and 85,000 rands worth of deductible expenses, your income tax would be 218,937 rand. It's on the order of a, a tenth of normal income tax. Is that what, what do you find is the standard saving across your clients, Michael? Yeah, I think every business is different. So we've got some businesses that just are, there's not much of a tax saving, but we did it specifically to reduce compliance and actually reduce risk where we're trying to fight with SARS all the time to claim some expenses. And others have saved hundreds of thousands. So a lot depends on the, the nature of the business, what their deductibles are, because some businesses have a lot more deductibles than others. But um, sure, there's, there, I've never come across a situation where there isn't a benefit in some way to, to move on to a turnover tax system. Lucas and I were talking over the last couple of weeks about this, and we were doing the maths with this, and it, I think it works out to be roughly that with turnover tax, I could earn almost just under you know, 999,999 rand, just under a million rand turnover. And then if I wanted to switch to income tax, get a job, that job would have to offer me between 1.3 and 1.6 million rand to pull out the same kind of net income at the end of the day, which almost it gets you to a point with freelancing at least where once you've earned that that million, to stop working. Don't do any more work for the rest of the year because you, it's just going to switch you into income tax and then you're going to get nailed. It seems like it's a short term, not a short term, but it seems like it's a that is the solution because I'm so weird. Like you to go back into corporate and to be go back into an agency, that agency's offer is going to have to be very attractive. Even let's just say you were making the, the tax 300 and something odd. If you were on personal, you'd 
still be paying a lot more in tax. How long does the process take and what is uh, Galbraith Rushby's kind of process for taking someone from income tax to turnover tax? So usually we would meet with them and just have a chat, just to make sure they qualify, just ask them all the qualifying questions, just do a, a just a general chat about the process. And, and if they qualify, we would do the application now to get it done, get it in the bag. So it's sorted out. The process is the application form is quite simple. It's, it's a TTO1 form and it is available on the SARS website, but it's the submission of that form that's quite complicated. It's, it's turnover tax is a very manual process. So you've got to either get down to the branch to get it submitted, or you've got to know someone at SARS to get it sent through to you. So I think we charge about four or 500 grand to do an application for turnover tax. And and then we would just help navigate the, the closeout of your normal tax while you, you're on the normal tax system, provisional tax, and uh, then switch you on to turnover tax from 1st of March. Yeah, you guys help, you guys help me out with that, taking care of the last mess that I made and then putting me into this neater system. And it, it it was a couple of emails that bounced around and the cost, like you said, I think it was a couple of hundred bucks. And I think the total for capturing, I think you guys did another cost. I think it was all under two grand to sort me out. The What I loved about, there was a nice interview in the beginning with you. And and I at the time, I, I didn't realize I was just trying to answer your questions. But because I had, you were, I, I was sick. Um, for quite a while and you actually it was nice having it felt like tax strategy being worked out I mean that's what that interview did like you went like you might qualify for disability if it is a thing let's have a look at that let's look at your let's look at your history see what the doctors say so it was like working out like trying to find smart ways of seeing what your circumstances are and and it's not illegal it's all just these are the things that SARS offers and it's not just this one thing it's so much and and I really appreciated that so I never actually said thanks at the time so thank you. It's, I think it's the point of the upfront consultation. It's important to understand that individual circumstances and family and do they have trusts and kids and disabilities. And it's a, quite an important chat to have. In terms of the details of turnover tax, we have more or less uh, covered it here. So uh, just a few resources and, and notes for everyone. As I said, there's going to be a link to the turnover tax calculator that we devised. It'll be in the show notes. And if it doesn't, some players might not hyperlink out to the uh, to the show notes, uh, to the link. But if you go and look on the website or if you go into, I think Spotify works with hyperlinks on the desktop version. So just find a player that does link out properly and you can basically do the calculations for yourself and figure it out. How can listeners get in touch with you, Michael? Yeah, so they're welcome to email me direct. So it's Michael R, it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R and then at G-A-L-B-R-A-I-T-H. R-U-S-H-B-Y dot C-O dot Z-A. Or they can phone the office on Cape Town 021-447-3840. Yep, and we can just have a chat and, and see if we can help them. So we'll also put a link out to uh, the website as well. So you'll be able to find that quite nicely. Yeah, and then just to summarize, Luke, like what do you, how would you, I guess, wrap up turnover tax? For creative, it feels like they're taking care of, because I remember going for lunch and someone said, do you keep your slips? I, I got my heart started racing a little bit. Oh my God, I have to keep slips. How, where am I going to put these slips? And I'm, and I'm not a neat freak, but I have like, I don't like clutter. I don't like a lot of stuff. 
So I was like, I just got a little bit of the, the vein before it started coming out and all that stuff. So when you, and it was Yolanda Berta that put, put me onto this. So shout out Yolanda. And it just, it made it, it's something that sits in the back of your head and just gnaws at you tax. So this just made that gnawing feeling a little bit less. And then obviously it's a hell of a saving. It's a hell of a saving. It's a huge difference. And I hope that SARS continue to allow it and don't crack down on it. And I do think that there's obviously value to working with, with Michael and Galbraith Rushby simply because when, if there is an audit or if there is a question, if there's an appeal that needs to be lodged, I don't want to be the person doing that stuff. That's, that sounds like Michael work to me. But we can also step in if someone's having like a, a tax audit at the moment that they're stuck on. I've had a few people email me and say, look, how do I answer this question? Why is SARS asking? So it's not, it's if, if you're stuck in an audit or you have had SARS treat you as not being on turnover tax, you're also welcome to chat to us. We can def- definitely relook at all that. Yeah. So if you're interested in turnover tax, if you want to have a chat with Michael, get in touch with, the, with him. And a full disclosure, obviously, Michael is a Lucas and my tax guy, and we've worked out a, a collaboration. There is a small finder's fee for people who, who sign up with uh, Galbraith Rushby for turnover tax. Yay, us monetizing the podcast, I think, the first time ever. I'm not sure. So, uh, this is that first moment, like, you know, like when you watch Joe Rogan and they go, just use, use our, like, the promo code. It's, this is that first moment for this podcast. That we yeah, exactly. Use the promo code. Right. Hi, Michael. I listen to the <laughs> podcast and I'm interested in turnover tax. It's a long code, but. It, it iterates. It's all good. Don't use that code. That is no code. That isn't the code, John. That is a joke, right? I know it's not the code. So, Michael, thank you very much for joining us, mate, and thank you very much for that information. I really hope that this stuff mostly spreads by word of mouth. I hope people will spread it far and wide because if you are a struggling creative, you don't deserve to pay income tax of hundreds of thousand rands per year. Like you, you should be on turnover tax. Yeah, I think it's a great system. Thanks for your time, mate. Thanks for your time. Much appreciated. Thanks very much for the invite.